this is Kevin Flood on the classic car show from America's Web Radio with the latest show from this side of the pond around the UK classic car scene. Today's guest is Nigel Case, owner of the Classic Car Club in London. Nigel is a voracious collector of weird, wonderful and invariably worthless oddments such as a 1962 East German ferry. We'll have to come back to that, I think. (laughs) Nigel started out as a professional photographer before turning automotive swinger and classic car club London head honcho and number one member. Owner of a galaxy of cars, but not an actual galaxy, including a 1965 Buick Riviera, Citroen SM, Jaguar XJ12C and Volvo Amazon Combi. His most valuable lesson in life, late nights, booze and eBay equals disaster. I can agree with that one (laughs) wholeheartedly. The Classic Car Club in London was formed more than 20 years ago. Today, the organisation boasts 200 members and a short waiting list and has opened a second branch in New York. The club gives you the chance to drive the cars you love without any of the annoying overheads. With the high cost of owning a classic car, membership is a more pragmatic option for many, especially in London where vehicles can so easily collect dents and scratches and where few drivers can afford or have space to garage their pride and joy. Unsurprisingly, the club swelled to a huge amount of membership and in recent years, membership has been restricted to ensure an enticing ratio of members to cars and ensure a better service for the membership. Good afternoon, Nigel. Oh, hi, Kevin. How are you doing? I'm great, thanks. It's uh, good of you to give us your time. Um, no problem, no problem. I, I don't think I've covered all of you there. If you can give us a little bit of background on yourself, that would be great. <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty good, actually. Yeah, uh, well, I, I started out as a photographer um, many years ago, and uh, I met a couple of brothers who were setting up the the club. This was back in '95, uh, and I photographed them for FHM magazine. Okay. Um, and uh, kind of, I just really liked the idea of what they were doing. Loved old cars. I had an old car, an old um, Mercedes myself, um, and kind of started just hanging out more with them as they were setting it up, and then opened the club. And kind of, I joined joined straight away. Needless to say, uh, but then ended up working with them, helping them photograph all the cars and stuff, and 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 get it off the ground, and ended up kind of working and they went on did other things later on and I, I stayed on and here I am still to this day Was that on the current site or was it somewhere else when you started? No, we've, we've moved a few times um, as we've grown over the years, I mean we, we, at the moment we've got um, a 20,000 square foot place in, in Hoxton in, in central London uh, it started out of a smaller space and we've grown slowly but surely it's, it's quite difficult to how such a big collection of cars right in the middle of town. I mean, it's, it's quite hard. But we've we finally, after about three or four moves, found our final destination. I think it's, we've got loads of space here. We store other people's cars from as well and help them with with maintenance and things. And uh, it's it's just about perfect where we are now. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Obviously, I, I had noticed on the website or, or another website that you do have the car vault there as well, so you, you do store for other people too? Yeah, that's right, we do storage. Yeah, we, we, we moved a couple of years ago. We were right on the Old Street Roundabout, which was a great high-profile spot. But when we moved in, it was the Old Street Roundabout, and we moved out. It was Silicon Roundabout. I mean, the rent went through the roof, and you know, and, and we were running out of space. That was the worst of both worlds, really. Um, and then we found uh, a place literally around the corner from there, but a bit more tucked away. It's basically an underground big underground car park we can get about 120 cars in here and because we had the excess space we we decided we'd start offering storage people had asked us about it a lot so um we'd 
started offering that as a kind of a separate thing. Um, and that's, that's just taken off and done really, really well, just organically on its own, really. Yeah, I guess it must help considerably with the finances as well, if you can uh, have that as an extra revenue stream to feed your habit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's great. And, well, you know, a, lot of, a few members have got cars in the club. Uh, people bring cars and put them in for storage and join the club. So it, it kind of, yeah, it, it's, it coexists quite nicely. Um, and, and because we've been doing this for 20 years, you know, we, we know how to look after cars and stuff, and, and we... we we can guide the guys who've got cars in storage here. We can check the levels on them before they take them out each night. So it's not like going to a kind of a faceless storage place, you know, with people who don't know anything about cars. They're, they're kind of in our blood, really. So it's 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 quite a nice product for the guys who just store them here as well. Yeah, I'd wondered about that because obviously you got them sort of close to your heart there as well. So you, you're tending to take care of them, even though you're just storing them for other people. I yeah, say exactly, just, yeah. but it's not really just, is it? When it's a, when it's a yeah, classic and, car, and because of the nature of what they are, you know, most of them are, uh, are classics. You know, they're all quite interesting cars and they're interesting people who've got them and it's, it's, it's just a nice thing to do really you know it's not like just having a, a car park with a load of Mondeo's parts in it you know they're all they've all got nice stories and stuff and that's good it, 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 it they fit really really well together yeah exactly how many of them are yours I guess would be my next question what my <laughs> own personal cars yeah I'm trying to wean myself off I mean that, uh, probably the worst thing in the world you could just go and get yourself a 20,000 square foot um car park if you've got a car addiction what would you consider your favorite car or perhaps the one that got away i guess well, i'm pretty pragmatic about that but i've, I've got a um i had a, a really low mileage p1800 which was really lovely and i took it down to um we drove it all down through spain and pyrenees and had a really lovely time and i sold that um which which is okay which was all right and it went off but the guy then stored it with us so i see it all the time oh, <laughs> i'm wow. a little bit like oh no i really shouldn't have sold uh, that. i mean uh, once it's outside outside out of mind you know but it keeps coming back to us and i keep thinking oh bugger i really shouldn't have sold that car it really yeah, is great and that's, that's the that's the thing i think it's it's um it's always difficult when you when you do see it and it's yeah should i buy it back again or yeah know, yeah it's um yeah. no um can you give us a bit of a history of the club? I mean, it really started through a bunch of guys who kind of kind of started as a cooperative, really, and the idea of, you know, not it's, it's these things are really expensive and they're hard work. Um, they are, you know, a labour of passion. Mm. Um, and you, spend, you buy a car, you spend loads of money doing it up, you... Six months later, I think, oh, do you know what? I really fancy X, Y, Z. And then you lose loads of cash on that and you go and buy something else. So it was kind of a way to drive lots of different cars, just like a, a car share system, really, mm. without you know, the commitment of ownership. And then kind of it, it grew and became this idea where, well, tell you what, we don't need to, you don't need to even have a car in within the fleet you can just buy a package of points and it's kind of like a timeshare sort of system and, and get to have a go um without any of the hassles involved really so we it, it opened i photographed the guys they they were just got the idea and the business plan all up and running got the premises in king's cross a guy a couple of guys called dave and phil brothers um back in 95 um and it opened up and i was helping them out and we were working together on it and um in late in that year, we got a thing in the Times about it uh, by a journalist called Jonathan Futrell, and it just it 
flew. I mean, it just it would, you know, with the doors, the phone was ringing off the hook, you know, and it, it really, it just captured people's imaginations. I mean, there's loads of that sort of thing now. You know, you've got, you've kind of got the city cars and things like that, and it's kind of that, that kind of shared access scheme for lots of different things is quite common. But back in those days, it wasn't at all. So it was quite a tough thing to explain to people, really. It was quite a difficult concept. Well, I, I, I saw it years ago, and I've been kind of watching it from afar. And um, and I know you started off with quite a small number of cars, and I've been watching it grow. And, and yeah. I kind of took my eye off it for a while. But when I, I had a look back and looked at what you've got now, website-wise and everything else, it looks really good. Yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah, it is great. Well, we've got this one, and we've got one in New York as well. Yeah, I was going to uh, ask you about that one. Yeah, we, we opened New York in 2005. Uh, and that's right, uh, it's 250 Hudson Street, so it's right on the Holland Tunnel, mouth of the Holland Tunnel, mm. uh, really great location. Slightly different proposition out there, and it's really quite slick, you know, this, here we're a little bit spit and sawdust in comparison. Um, but out there they've got, they've got a fantastic bar in there, they hold events and things, they've got, they've, they've the profile of class cars is slightly different out there in that they have still got a, a core of classics but they've new kind of supercars and things um uh, so but it's the same same kind of system and if you remember in london you can use the cars out there and vice versa so it's a, it's a nice time and we, and we get on really really well i was going to ask you about that because obviously this is going out to um, an american audience if they're wanting to come for a trip or something like that can they get in touch with you prior to their trip and arrange something even though they're not members can they get a short-term membership or yeah you can you can do it you we've got a taster membership so it's kind of like a, a three months sort of uh, give you three months and a, a small package of points so they, they can certainly do that hmm. um or they can do like an overseas pack if they if they if they travel regularly or if they're based in new york if they join new york they, they get access through here as well that's interesting. I noticed you've got one. Um, it's, oh, what's the other one you've got? I was reading. You've got a third um, outlet as well, haven't you? Vilnius. Uh, we did have. Yeah, we started. Yeah. It did. Never really took off. I just it's, wondered. It's quite, it's quite a difficult thing to do. Yes. Um, we, we, you know, old cars are like they're, they're quite tricky Definitely. in themselves. Um, you have to be in a really kind of populated, densely populated area, which is which is a very expensive thing as well. Um, uh, you've got kind of got you get your marketing right and stuff. It's it's you know it's a it's quite a tricky business to do really. Uh, yeah, so we've we've had over the years we've had a few, we had we've had a couple more in the UK which never never really kind of worked. Even though on paper it would look like they should, you know, um, we we had one in in Bath, you know, really affluent sort of area out in the countryside, beautiful. But the problem is most people had their own car, you know, in a garage and weren't really that interested in driving a load of other ones. Um, whereas a lot of our members don't have a car at all. You know, it's very difficult to own and operate a car in London, and, and you know, and particularly in Manhattan, it's just a nightmare to try and store one and stuff like this. So it, this is a really compelling argument if you're in a big place like London, but kind of if you're out in the countryside or a much, much smaller place like Vilnius, it's, it's, it's quite difficult to make work. Yeah, I was going to say, because uh, as you quite rightly say, London, just parking th the things is... Next yeah, to impossible. Absolutely. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Unless you want to take a mortgage out on a car parking space or something yeah, exactly, like that. Yeah. So, yeah. so, I mean, currently, what, what's the size of the fleet now? Uh, we've got about forty cars at the moment. Yeah. Um, the we've majoritively got um, 
classic cars but we've also got a few modern cars in the mix as well because mm. as i say a lot a lot of the members kind of live locally and don't have cars at all so we've, we've kind of got something for every occasion we try to have you know kind of more interesting unusual sort of modern stuff so we've just taken delivery of our 370z um nissan which is really okay. nice brand new one of those um you know we've got things like an audi tt but the older stuff it's it's right across the board really we've got uh everything from uh fit 500 to aston e-types uh we've got low cup two or three pagodas uh, SLs. The fleet changes quite a lot. We keep it keep it moving and 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 lots of yeah, stuff coming. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. Do you do you sort of keep them for a while and turn them over? Or we do, yeah. And a lot of, because we've been going so long, and if you if we've got such a good SEO on classic cars, if you search on Google mm. and stuff, lots of stuff comes to us. You know, so we get lots of opportunities. Uh, at some point, you know, we're thinking about maybe doing a brokerage or something so we can buy and sell cars and help people you know find homes for cars yeah and things. i was going to ask you that do, do people consign cars to you to kind of rent out and then eventually sell for them and stuff like that we, I guess, we have it? done that yeah we have done that in the past and we do have a few cars that, that people own and, and and have in the fleet and that that, that does work quite nicely because quite often you know they're taking up a parking space or they're not used regularly enough and the, the biggest as you know with old cars the biggest issue is lack of use it's time for a break and we'll be back soon on the classic car show from America's Web Radio with Nigel Case. Affordable health insurance was the promise of Obamacare, but for many, the government mandate caused more problems than it solved. This is Dr. Elena George from Medicine on Call, and I want to tell you about a truly affordable alternative allowed under Obamacare, Liberty HealthShare. Liberty HealthShare bypasses doctor and hospital panels, giving you the freedom to choose. And with a maximum of $500 out-of-pocket per person and 100% coverage up to $1 million per year per occurrence, you can rest assured knowing you and your family are protected. Coverage starts as low as $107 per month and also includes dental, vision, pharmacy, and holistic care. Liberty HealthShare puts you back in charge of your health. Visit them online at libertyoncall.org. Again, for a true affordable alternative to Obamacare, Visit libertyoncall.org or call toll-free 1-800-714-6993 today. Don't be hoodwinked by the left who wants you to believe the fairy tale that we can power America on butterflies, rainbows, and pixie dust. I'm Marita Noon. Get the truth about energy on my show, America's Voice for Energy, only on America's Web Radio. Buzz off with Lawyer Liz. Join me each week, Wednesdays at 2 o'clock, as we talk drones, Internet of Things, and technology. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, Just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Welcome back. This is Kevin Flood on the Classic Car Show for America's Web Radio. And today's guest is Nigel Case of the London Classic Car Club, which is a private members club that takes the pain out of classic car ownership. Uh, uh, you know, if you've got an old 
washing machine or an old sewing machine is exactly the same. Any old machine, it, it needs to be used regularly yeah. uh, and well maintained to be to be reliable. As soon as you just tuck them away, you know, they, then they become problematic. So for, we've got a couple of guys, they got their cars and they weren't using them. They were just kind of really unreliable. Like they were members here and they said, look, you know, is there any chance we could put it in the fleet and maybe use it occasionally in return and you look after it for us and that we do that and the cars are much better for it yeah so they could, so they could probably contour it off against their storage costs as well I think, yeah yeah exactly exactly what well, we know is kind of we have a fair usage sort of basis we they put the car in and they get to use it occasionally and we 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 insure it maintain it store it you know do all those things and yeah. invariably at the end of it help them sell it or or um or or they just keep it in the club. Do you ever ever have a weekend or a week when you've got them all out? Or um yeah we Goodwood um uh, the uh, Le Mans Classic this year will be be pretty busy as well. They tend to get booked up fairly early. Obviously Christmas, you know, everyone's got a different birthday, but everyone's Christmas is 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 always the the yeah. time that people have off and celebrate and want to go and see family and stuff. So Christmas gets pretty busy. Christmas. And so New you're not Year, you're not too concerned if they want to take them abroad or. No, no, you can take them all through Europe. You just got to let us know that you can do it, uh, and we have to make sure we've got um, the the correct uh, cover in place for you to do it. Um, you know, both breakdown and insurance and stuff. Uh, but no, it's not a problem. Oh, excellent. Uh, that really gives you a bit more flexibility as well, doesn't it, in terms of, you know, what you can do with it. Um, oh, definitely, yeah. Well, it's unlimited mileage as well, the membership. Oh, wow. So, yeah, you, 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 don't, you don't have any mileage limits. Uh, well, to be honest, if you're driving an E-Type, you're not going to want to do much more than a couple hundred miles no, 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 anyway, exactly. really. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite bad, hard work. Bad back and everything else. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's kind of where the, uh, the modern stuff comes into... into into its into its own. You know, we've got we've got one of those new um, Fiat 500, which has brought out one of these new mm. kind of crossover sort of things. It looks like a four before. You know, it's quite a, quite a nice car to drive. But you know, if somebody needs to do a lot of miles, guy came and picked it up the other day, did 500 miles in a day, and brought it back. And you, you wouldn't want to do that in a classic. It'd just be bloody no. Nice. As well, and I guess as well, you know, even though you've got unlimited mileage, you, you kind of got to keep an eye on the mileage a little bit with them. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Wear and tear really as much yes, as anything yeah, yeah, else, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So, what's the oldest you got there then, Carboys? The oldest is '59 uh, Frog Eye Sprite, uh, oh, nice. and we had until quite recently an XK150 um, that was '59 as well. That's probably about as far back as we go, really. Uh, it's, for, it's getting parts, really. Uh, you know, prior to Prior to 1960, you know, you were having cars that didn't have synchros and stuff like that, and they, they, uh, they, yeah. they're, they're, a bit, <laughs> they're a bit harder driving, a bit more unusual. Was we kind of want we want people to go out confident and enjoy themselves and not be too taxed by the experience. Uh, you know, I mean, we chokes are alien to a lot of people. They <laughs> you have yeah. to explain what a choke's yeah. all about, you know, let alone exactly. not having no traction control or ABS and stuff like that. So once you get into pre-selecting gearboxes and stuff like that, then it gets a little bit hard work. You know? Yeah, well, my 29's got a crash box on it, and it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, would have. yeah, yeah. And it's hard work. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So that's the thing. But, and okay. you're used to it, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the I, thing, I, isn't it? I'm, I'm all right going up the box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's coming yeah. back down again. I, I, I would imagine the XK150 was popular. Yes, it was, yeah. Yeah, that was a lovely car. Yeah, we had that for about seven years. That was really good. Yeah. Um, that had that had a... Um, we had a ZF box in that, so it was a uh, proper five-speed gearbox yeah. in that. And it was a bit more usable. It was a... 
um, an SPEC replica as well, so it's triple carbs and it's, it's, oh, it's powerful. Yeah, it was a lovely, really nice car. Really, really nice car. I was going to ask you about that actually because I would imagine for the sort of service you're offering, you would need to have a little bit of resto mod in there just a tad, just to make it slightly uh, more modern. Yeah, some of them, some of them do. We don't go over the top. Like the uh, Series One E top, we've got 63 E top's got a Series Two box in it, so mm. you got full full synchro box on it. Um, not a lot else. I mean, we might upgrade brakes a little bit here and there. Electronic ignition is quite a popular thing that we yeah. do, really. Um, but um, no, by and large, we don't do a huge amount, really. Uh, we just prepare people for what to expect. It's just managing expectation, I think. I think if, if people understand and know what to expect from a car and they get to get to learn it, um, I, I think it's, you, you've, you've, you feel ownership of it a bit more, don't you? If you, if you have to yeah. struggle a little bit, or not all that nice of struggle, but you've got to make an effort, yeah. you kind of feel like you've achieved something, really. And I think we don't want to, we don't want to take away completely from that. We had a, um, you know, those HMC Heelys. Yes. We had one of those a few years ago with the V8 in it, and it was, it kind of was just so far from the original that it, to me it was missing the point a bit, really. Um, you know, I'd much really rather a, a proper Healy with with a few few minor upgrades, yeah. um, and then just try and teach people how to use them, really. I suppose otherwise you're getting into like hot rod custom cars that were very yeah yeah i know that's bit. quite it's quite it's a lot more popular in america isn't it i think yeah no, it is. to, to do that to retrofit cars and and bring them yeah, up with I mean, modern engines I, I, i'm a member of the one of the couple of the model a clubs and yeah. my, my car when i bought it had um uh, hydraulic brakes already fitted on it which it shouldn't right. really have and uh, electronic ignition a few other things so you've got some people say well those things are on there make it a bit safe and make it more reliable others would kill you yeah. 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 <laughs> so you know, I guess. But the thing with it is, you're offering trying to offer um, an experience, I think, and yeah. you want the experience to be not breaking down when you get around the corner. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, exactly, um, exactly. Do you, um, do you when you're kind of onboarding someone, do you take them out for a bit of a driving lesson, or do you? Yeah, well, we, we do an induction at the beginning. Uh, we, we sit down, and find out what the driving experience is like. Do an induction and explain. It's, it's a difficult thing because you don't want to yeah. be you don't want to be teaching somebody who's experienced to suck eggs, but no. you kind of do need to be getting home your message really. Uh, and the, the basic message is we've got to enjoy the cars, but at the same time we've got to safeguard them. And uh, you know it's the only way the club will work if we're constantly dropping engines in, especially the prices of you know uh, servicing and, and parts these days. We just wouldn't be able to do it. So. Um, we just try to teach people to be empathetic to the cars, really, and and, and kind of just take their time with them and be more aware. I, it, it's really easy to just jump into a modern car, isn't it, and kind of figure out where everything is and how it all works, because they're all so generic. But these older cars, they're from such a broad spectrum of time um, and different models and ideas and things. They're all so different from each other that you kind of really got to take your time and just, just ease your way into it, really. Yeah. Um, and, and people, do you know what? People really buy into it. And they, it's, it's what we do with the clubs, not like a a um a hire outfit it's people come back and they feel really beholden to look after the car and if if anything's happened to the car they normally come back and just mortified you know so it's it's really nice it's it's really good well and, and we are you know we camp membership here and we're pretty you know we're not we're not tough but we're we're pretty firm with what we do and and the way we've got to look after our asset which is is the fleet really so um we we do manage it quite well and i think i think the 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 more you guide people on how to look after the cars and 
um, you know, be careful with it, the more I kind of enjoy, get enjoyment out of it. I was going to ask you, do, do you get much damage? Well, uh, well not, not a huge amount, really, um, because people have kind of got a heightened awareness with these ones. You know, they go out and they really are paying a lot more attention. You know, things like the Mustang, um, not the ones we've got at the moment, but in the past we've had a, a, we've had a Mustang, you know, and it just had drum brakes and no servo assist on it, you know, and it was just the brakes were falling on it, you know, and you really had... But they all, they worked, and they worked properly. Uh, but you had to be aware of that, you know. you you I used to joke to people, that had a massive great big brake pedal. I said, that's so you can get both feet onto it. <laughs> but, but, you know, um, they, they were all really different from each other, and that, that, that means you have to pay more attention. So because of that, I think we don't get anywhere near as much trouble as if we were renting out transit vans and people were, you know, fiddling with a radio or a sat-nav and not looking where they were going and stuff like that, you know, it's, yeah. they've got a heightened awareness, I think. Yeah. And also, you know, you're, you're more, it's more of a sort of visceral experience as well, isn't it? You're listening for the noises and yeah, exactly that's that, why yeah. you're driving yeah. it, really, isn't it? I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, um, I think that's part of it. How do you go on for insurance? Do, they, do the people... Um, members take the insurance, or do they take no, insurance through you? No, no, no. We, we've, we, we, the whole fleet's insured, um, oh, great. and it always has been um, right from the off. We've, you know, we've been through years of paying through the roof insurance premiums, but we, we, we look after our policy really well. We manage it well, um, and it's 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 pretty good. I think if you were looking to start this again from scratch um it'd be a massive barrier to to starting it um mm. i think just just without any of that history behind you you'd, you'd really struggle to get that sort of insurance on, the, no, on I was these gonna, cars i was gonna ask you i mean do you, do you do you do it through the normal classic car insurance companies or is yeah, it yeah with footman james actually oh wow yeah we've been done it through them for years yeah 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 and they're really good and we but, but, but it's like anything isn't it we've got a great relationship with them you know we sit down every year and look at review how the year's been and then claims and stuff and and we tend to work it out but with you know touch wood we've um we've 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 got a great great relationship with them and a great policy hmm. do you put any any sort of anti-theft stuff on the cars and that as well or or do you just leave them um, as is the the classics um we well we, we, we do have kind of immobilizers and things like that mm. on some of them but to be honest if somebody wants to nick one of them there's nothing in the world no, going to stop it right. you know it's just going to go yeah. straight on the back of a truck and then yeah. you know away um that has happened i wondered about that once yeah. probably in 20 years um well, that's good. We, we had an e-type nicked years and years and years ago um but um yeah i, I think there's only so much you can do really I think on the, on the insurance side, um, I interviewed Chris Gunby from the Triumph Sports Six Club last week, and oh, yeah. they were um, Footman James, uh, sort of very keen, and they're getting a very good service from Footman James as yeah, well. That's right. so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was very good, and I, I think his thing was was the good thing about you can get a proper agreed value for things now, yeah, um, yeah, 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 as opposed to you know haggling over the thing if something does happen and somebody comes out and looks at the car and says well you know i'm a loss adjuster i'm going to do this that and the other and yeah we we don't actually have an great value on the cars but we've we've always had commercially you know the commercial pay the correct amount paid out and, and we've always had repairs done properly and stuff we, there's never been any issue with that at all through mm. I was going to ask you, you mentioned earlier you've got maintenance on site um you'd have to there have to be quite a skilled bunch of guys you've got there then to do that range of cars yeah 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 we've got a, a guy called Irvin who's uh, been with us for about 
eight months now. Um, the guy we had before was good, um, but he's he's proper old school. Um, but at the same time, he knows how to, you know, plug in a computer and, and yeah. diagnose as well. He's kind of he's run his own business over the years and stuff like that, and he's he's fantastic. And we got a, a um, an apprentice called Tom, um, who interestingly she's our first female apprentice. It's time for a break, and we'll be back soon on the Classic Car Show from America's Web Radio with Nigel Case. The disease of addiction is a life-altering challenge, not just for the person suffering its effects, but also for the family and friends who support and love the one caught in its grasp. What should be the course of treatment? Who is the best person to render treatment? And what is the best place to go for the care that is needed? We know that you want answers to these and many more questions. Call 770-696-9862 and speak to a representative of the Atlanta Healing Center. They can tailor a program specifically designed to address the needs of the person suffering with an addiction or give you guidance as to where that help may be found. Information is the key, and the trained staff at AHC is here to assist. If you wish, you can also get more information on the website located at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. Don't be hoodwinked by the left who wants you to believe the fairy tale that we can power America on butterflies, rainbows, and pixie dust. I'm Marita Noon. Get the truth about energy on my show, America's Voice for Energy, only on America's Web Radio. Buzz off with Lawyer Liz. Join me each week, Wednesdays at 2 o'clock, as we talk drones, Internet of Things, and technology. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, Just talking to you about anti-car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Welcome back. This is Kevin Flood on the Classic Car Show for America's Web Radio. And today's guest is Nigel Case of the London Classic Car Club, which is a private members club that takes the pain out of classic car ownership. Uh, And she's brilliant, really, really good, really keen. And I think that's probably because, you know, it's such a male-dominated industry. I think lots of guys probably end up doing mechanics because they can't think of what else to do. Whereas I think for a girl to go in and do it... um, She's got to really want to do it, if you see what I mean. So she's kind of, she's yeah, she's, she's really good. So it's great, really great mechanics theme here. We do farm stuff out, bits and pieces here and there. Um, but we, um, yeah, just good maintenance tends, well, to, I, um, tends to stop, you know, a lot of the bigger stuff going wrong anyway. Go back to the female apprentice thing. When I, when I came through an apprenticeship at a Ford dealer, we actually had two or three female apprentices back then. Did you? And, um, yeah. yeah, and to be honest, they were better. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it, it's yeah. just an indication of how keen they are to do it. Really, yeah. it's a bit of a fight, really. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They were. They were having. To, I think they were having to prove that they were better than everybody else, and in fact, yeah. they were. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, just uh, just on another note, do you um, offer your members repair facilities within the storage area? Well, we or? don't. No, we don't because we we, we 
we're so busy ourselves with our yeah. own stuff that we if if we start doing that i think you know we we'd start neglecting our own fleet really yeah. so um we no we don't do it we don't really do that we, we the, the car vault guys that we store the cars for we we do level checks and just small things you know change blade wipe blade yeah. and um but nothing nothing big um but we we can recommend places to go and, and you know people get advantage of our um our, our good trade rates we get from people and stuff like that so uh yeah no it works well like that yeah i would imagine you'd probably have to have a bit of a um a roller decks of Classic car mechanics, gearbox yeah. people, yeah, interior yeah, yeah. people. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. That sort yeah. of thing. So, um, yeah, I actually um, interviewed Philip White from Vista Heritage a while back oh, yeah. as well, and they were kind of building a whole thing on site there where they've got all the crafts and stuff all based in one place. Yeah. And um, yeah. one of the things they were going to open up was um, a workshop up there so people could go in and do their own classics with some mechanics on staff to. Oh really? Yeah, yeah it's just, a good idea. Yeah, just help them along a little bit in terms of when they like break rent, it. You rent a bit of space or whatever. Yeah, rent a ramp yeah. or something like that. All the tools and stuff, and somebody be there just to help you out a little bit. It's um, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I would imagine idea. for you guys that would be difficult because obviously in the middle of London, space is at a premium anyway, and it's yeah, it's, exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. I would imagine every car slot you've got in there, people would be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is it, is I think you kind of got to focus on your core business as well, and and I think that would be quite. Whereas the. Uh, the car storage is quite passive that I think starting doing servicing and stuff would be quite obtrusive you know and, and get in the way of what we what we really do do and that's the car yeah. club yeah also um, I, I noticed you do quite a bit of stuff for films and bits and pieces oh, we like do, that yeah, so. yeah we, we rent loads of stuff out for um for uh, fashion, you know, fashion shoots and things like that, and um, videos and things, and yeah, that, that's that's good as well. Is that a good? Is that a quite a, a sort of lucrative thing for you, or is it? It is, yeah. Well, it's, it's not only is it lucrative, but it's, there's no um, stress on the cars either. You know, they tend to they go out and they tend to come back cleaner than when they went out, sort of thing, because yeah. you know, they've all been polished and everything. So, yeah, no, no, that works really, really nicely. That's that's a that's a, a great bolt on as well. Yeah, I was going to say because there's quite a number of period pieces being made these days, isn't there? And it's it must be quite good in terms yeah, of uh, demand yeah, yeah. for cars. So have you, yeah, have, yeah. you had, have you had many out sort of last year out doing that kind of thing? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Every week we have wow. some shoot or film or some sort. Yeah, yeah. So I've got yeah. a Model A registered with a couple of the companies, and it's oh, been, yeah. it's, it's, um, no, it's pretty good. I mean, they're pretty they're pretty careful with the cars as well, which is yeah. Um, which that is, is quite interesting, day, isn't it? You know, it's, it's something interesting to be yeah. involved in. Do you tend to go out with them, or would you just let the car go? Uh, we send drivers, yeah. yeah. We send people just to keep, keep make make sure that they, you know, they they're moved around and put in positions they want, and B, you know, just keep an eye on them. Really. Yeah, I was going to say. Sure it's, um, looks just, after. just turn into the the membership packages. How do the packages work? Uh, well, basically, you buy a package of points. And then, depending on which package you buy, uh, gives you X amount of time mm. in the cars and stuff. So uh, we have everything, anything from there's a, a package at fifteen hundred quid, um, all the way up to um, five thousand five hundred pounds, um, which you can share with two drivers. Basically, the, oh. the, the one, one for fifteen hundred quid, for example, that buys you two hundred points. Um, and if you took the E-Type Jaguar out, which is our top band car with our banded from one to six, if you took that out today, that would only use 30 points. Not well. For, what, for a day? That'd be 30 for a day, points. yeah. yeah. Oh, well. Is there which any... When, sorry. Sorry, when you consider that's, you know, that's, you've got 
seven days, six, seven days worth of driving there for fourteen hundred quid, unlimited mileage, all your insurance included. That's, that's pretty good value. Yeah, it's amazingly good. Do you um, do you have any different points bands for weekends and things like that, or is it just that's flat? Yeah, basically the way it's 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 the way it works is it's um, you take a band of the car, which in the case of the E Type is uh, six, and you times it by five for a midweek day which gives you 30 points. Or you times it by 20 for a weekend, which gives you 120 points. But that's if the weekend is a four-day weekend, so you, 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 have, it, you have it all the way from through Friday through through to the end of Monday. Sort of yeah, thing. I was going to say, probably if people are going to do it, they're going to have a nice long weekend with it, aren't they? And yeah. Go yeah, down exactly. a coast or do yeah, something yeah. with it. So it's, yeah, um, and it takes it out of that rush hour time as well for us, so that works quite well. Yeah, I was going to ask you do, do you, do most people come and collect them, or do you deliver them out? We do deliver them, but we kind of like people to come here if possible, really, because we like to really have time to sit in the car and go through it with them and explain how it all works. Plus, it's good for them to come in and see all the rest of the cars and see the team. And the, the stronger the bond we've got with a member, the kind of better we find they look after the cars and understand what we do, really. Yeah, you've got because you've got some you've got some facilities for them to have a coffee and that there and stuff, haven't you? I know. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. So, how many members have you got now currently? Um, we cap it around about 200 uh, we had um at one point we were up about 450 when we were wow. in our old premises and it was just a bit unwieldy really to be honest so we we reduced it down and we we cap it about a couple of hundred and it works really nicely at that sort of level yeah are they all uk people or do some of them come no, from so, well, yeah, they mainly are uk and they mainly are london based but they, we do have people from all over the country and we do have people kind of from all over the world really and you know we have doing overseas membership pack where they, they come in it lasts longer they have kind of slightly different booking privileges so they can book further ahead to plan their trips and stuff um in those cases we can meet them at the airport with the car um so they can fly straight and get into a you know something a bit mark two jag or something a bit more interesting than they would hire um and then we can pick up at the airport when they leave as well so it, it works quite nicely actually particularly for on this show they're basically okay quite a bit yeah yeah it's like that yeah so. yeah yeah well, it works perfectly for that yeah very interested in in coming over and having a sort of classic car experience over here so that was one of the reasons i wanted to to have a chat with you about it really because uh, i think it's something that would really interest them so so they if they sort of contacted you in advance bought a taster memory a membership for instance that would cover them for coming in and taking a car out for a week or something like that or how would they do that yeah. um they wanted to spend a week um driving some cars around from the club would yeah. they buy a taster membership or, or yeah exactly yeah. yeah i mean basically they just get in contact with us we can we can have a chat with them and, and see what their plans entail and see, see what we can figure out yeah yeah because uh, do you get a lot of that or we we do have we do have quite a few yeah yeah but from from there from, you know people from Hong Kong um, Europe as well travelling into the UK uh, it it just makes it makes a really nice alternative really to kind of hiring a normal bland sort of car yeah that's what I was thinking because particularly if you're a, an enthusiast as well it's it kind of tops your holiday off quite nicely yeah exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, exactly. I noticed you you offer some driving experiences as well how, how do they work yeah well basically we 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 take five cars out from the fleet uh and we have 10 people on each experience uh, and we go out into kind of the the uh essex countryside which is from here it's kind of within about 20 i don't know if you know the area but from, yeah, from where bit. we are about 20 minutes up into epping forest is you know you you kind of feel like you're 
uh, high beach in Epping Forest is a bit like New Forest. It's amazing that it's yeah. so close to the city of London, you know. Um, uh, so basically, we take the take the five cars out. Um, each person has a go at navigating and driving each car. Um, we cover about eighty miles in the day, uh, taking the pub lunch and stuff. It lasts all day, so it's uh, it's it's a really nice experience actually. Oh, excellent. So you go out and do you swap people around in the cars as we well? We do, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So throughout the day you get to drive all of the cars. You, so you will do a leg uh, and then you swap over driver to passenger, do the next leg and you swap over car. Um, so throughout the day you get to drive five different cars from the fleet, um, get to have lunch, um, and it's I think it's two, 249 quid. So it's, wow. uh, it's for... for because you know what a lot of these driving experiences are like. You get about expensive. five minutes in the car, yeah, you know, really expensive. You get five minutes in the car. But this is probably driving real cars on real roads. You know, we we, we follow. We can't kind of go in, in, in procession so nobody gets lost or anything like that. So it's, well, you you get to experience each car, but, you you know, it's in, in the safety of, and knowledge of not, not being too stressful about trying to have to find your way and stuff. Um, but they're really good, really, really nice day. We do a lot of corporate kind of driving events as well where we just go to companies and we take a lot of cars and we take people out in them or they get a chance to drive them and stuff. It's, uh, it's kind of, we've got this, we've got this, commodity of a lot of great classic cars and there's lots of different ways we can use them really yeah i, I don't know if, if you it would sort of fit with your business model do you ever get any kids visiting or schools or anything like that asked to pop in and see everything uh, a couple of local schools do really yeah i mean it's, to be honest it is a working environment where we yeah. are so it's uh, it's not really laid out like a museum it's uh, it, 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 it probably isn't really best suited to that but we do have Kind of, we have evenings where we clear a lot of stuff out and and um, do the place up and light it really well. And we have like corporate events here, like product launches, things like that. Because uh, the backdrop of having the cars in the background is really nice. Yeah, I was uh, going to ask you about that. I mean, it's it's a nice space, isn't it? Once you got the because you got like a nice sort of industrial look to it there as well, and it's and the cars, it's a real yeah. nice backdrop, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And we've got we've essentially what we've got is got four rows of cars in bays. Uh, a lot of them are in uh, those car cars bubbles you know the de- dehumidified chambers and stuff um and we've got um two ramps that go down the middle which are uh 60 100 100 foot long 60 uh no probably longer than that uh, 60 meters each so that's nearly 200 foot no? i mean they're yeah. long long ramps um nice and wide so we hold the events in the middle with the cars in the backdrop all down the outside we've got you know a, a good music system in the place and some nice lighting and stuff so it's it's it works really well for that sort of thing Oh, you get, are you getting people shooting videos there and stuff like that as well? Yeah, or? we have had that, yeah. We've had people doing videos and photo shoots and things. and Yeah. It's quite a dynamic-looking place, you know. It works well for that. It's time for a break, and we'll be back soon on the Classic Car Show from America's Web Radio with Nigel Case. Affordable health insurance was the promise of Obamacare, but for many, the government mandate caused more problems than it solved. This is Dr. Elena George from Medicine on Call, and I want to tell you about a truly affordable alternative allowed under Obamacare, Liberty HealthShare. Liberty HealthShare bypasses doctor and hospital panels, giving you the freedom to choose, and with a maximum of $500 out-of-pocket per person and 100% coverage up to $1 million per year per occurrence, you can rest assured knowing you and your family are protected. Coverage starts as low as $107 per month and also includes dental, vision, pharmacy, and holistic care. Liberty HealthShare puts you back in charge of your health. Visit them online at libertyoncall.org. 
Again, for a true affordable alternative to Obamacare, visit libertyoncall.org or call toll-free 1-800-714-6993 today. This is Dr. George. Join me Wednesday mornings for Medicine on Call and participate in a lively conversation. Learn what's happening behind the headlines in medicine. Understand Obamacare and learn how to protect yourself and navigate the system. Don't be hoodwinked by the left who wants you to believe the fairy tale that we can power America on butterflies, rainbows, and pixie dust. I'm Marita Noon. Get the truth about energy on my show, America's Voice for Energy, only on America's Web Radio. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about anti-car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. When four members of Congress all die within four months, each of their deaths appears to be from natural causes. But when mysterious messages begin to appear in the form of quotations from long-dead revolutionary heroes, one reporter sets out to prove the existence of a serial killer. His search discovers dark secrets and an assassin shielded by people who need the very services that only he can provide. The Sun Silas Rising, a novel by Doug Dahlgren. On Kindle or paperback through Amazon.com. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Welcome back. This is Kevin Flood on the Classic Car Show for America's Web Radio. And today's guest is Nigel Case of the London Classic Car Club, which is a private members club that takes the pain out of classic car ownership. Yeah, because the reason I mention the kids thing is there's a a big thing in the States, and I'm kind of here to a lesser degree, is the the sort of classic car hobby is becoming a bit grey. So I don't know if you're finding, what's your age range like, your sort of demographic of your... Yeah, it's pretty young. I mean, where we're based is, um, it's a real tech sort of place, you know, it's a real kind of, uh, there's loads of tech hubs and things google are just down the road and um, plus we've got a city of london so we've got a financial district just down the road as well so we've got a mixture so it, it's not it's not particularly old really and we've just launched a new website as well something we're working on for the future uh, and it's kind of like a lifestyle website so if you just go to the classic car club website it's called the hub yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, yeah, you go on that. It's kind of, which is a bit more, as you saw, you know, it's, it's kind of, it's aimed at a younger sort of audience, really. And it's all about, it's not just about cars, it's about culture and style and design and things like that. And um, funnily enough, a lot, a lot of our customers are not necessarily huge petrol heads, but they've got a nice for aesthetics, you know, and, and, and design and stuff. We've got loads of kind of uh, architects and designers and people like that who are members who kind of not really, don't necessarily want to get have their own car they certainly don't want to be messing around on a bonnet but um they they like the style and the details of them and you know and that sort of thing so that kind of leads me on a little bit because i noticed you've had the petrolicious treatment oh, yeah. um yeah uh, that leads me on to how was that uh what well, which one was that the recent um yeah the, the recent article yeah it was good yeah guy came down and he's uh a freelancer came down and, and shot it and turned it off actually we got the um we got um We've got the uh, editor of Petrolicious over at the moment. He's out in an A.R.E. type. <laughs> so he's, uh, he's out in that. Yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, he just came down to the shoot. We have loads of people come down to do shoots and things. And, yeah. But no, I, it was good. Because I really like the way they 
treat the cars and the people and stuff like that because they're looking yeah, for the exactly. stories and and yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, it's Yeah, yeah, it's um that 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 really kind of keeps it keeps the hobby going. I think for the for the age range as well. And stuff yeah, like that, I think I that's kind of what we're, that's a sort of age group and kind of that sort of mentality we're aiming at with the uh, with our site and with the club and stuff like that. It's kind of a bit more of that sort of vibe, really. Yeah. How, how do you see the hobby going generally, in in your opinion? Because you're kind of in it. Um, in the, if you like the business end of it, I guess more than anything yeah. else. But how do you see it in sort of moving what, forwards? For, what for hobbyists? Yeah, the classic car hobby, really, in, in the UK as a whole, really. How do you I see think, it? I think well, I've, the values are so have just gone crazy, haven't they? So I mean, it's kind of um, it's it's almost losing a little bit of direction in that people are thinking they're going to buy a car and make loads of money out of them as opposed to just buying them to enjoy them, you know. Um, but I think it's still pretty, you know, there's loads of enthusiasts and loads of people really into cars mm. um, still around. And But I think it's, you know, you've got a lot more people probably coming into it who uh, wouldn't necessarily be interested because they're thinking, oh, it's a good place to put some money, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to yeah, make yeah. a fortune out of this one, you yeah, know. Right. And which is, as we all know, very rarely happens. How do you buy yours generally? Do you buy them through word of mouth, or would you go at the auctions? Or uh, yeah, it comes to us word of mouth. A lot of, lot of people find us. Um, uh, if I'm looking for something specific, I'll tend to just find it through the internet and go and. I, I like to buy privately. Really, um, I'm not overly keen on the auctions. Um, I like to go and test a car properly and deal, you know, face to face with somebody uh, when buying a car. Um, uh, I kind of. I like that interaction. You know, you get to learn a lot more about the person who's owned the car and kind of how it's been looked after, really. You get, certainly get to know more about the history of it and stuff. Um, yeah, I think I think that really just... I, I quite like going and... I like the adventure of going out and meeting people and, and, and doing that whole interaction thing. Yeah, do you like, do you like to have, like, um, a portfolio with the car of the history of it so when someone comes in to, to use it so well this is who it used to belong to and all that oh, kind of stuff for the members yeah, yeah. no not really we, we, each car has a um um a information pack in it explains mm. how the car works we don't tend not to overwhelm people too much about it because right. there's so much to take on you know yeah. uh but if, if people invariably come back you know we'll check the car back in and we'll have a chat for a while and uh, we'll talk about the car and stuff like that and we have drinks we you know we have members nights and things down here and we'll put on a few beers members come down and we'll just sit around and you know choose choose the card and uh, you know and that's tend to be where we talk about really wax lyrical yeah that's what i was thinking because you do you do strike me as somebody who likes the history of things yeah i think yeah i do yeah 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 i do i think um i think you probably most of your listeners do really they do well. yeah they do yeah. it's um it's kind of uh, something with a bit of a story to it well yeah they, they do particularly like it because because i'm a youngster at 56 apparently yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um no it's it there's definitely the stories needed really and i was talking going back to the triumph sport six uh guy chris he's got um, the prototype hatchback Triumph Herald, the only one of one, and right, well. various things like that. You know, not necessarily monetary value. He's interested in. He's interested in the fact that Michelotti did that car himself. And yeah, yeah, yeah. All that kind yeah. of stuff. So you know, yeah, you go, no, you go from, yeah, you go from one end of the, the thing to the other. You got to tell me about this ferry before you go. <laughs> I, I've actually I've sold that now. I did. <laughs> well, it was 1963. But I basically, um, I was just 
looking for a bit of a project, and I was looking so I was somewhere. I was looking for a flat actually at the time in London, and um, I, I had lived on a narrowboat before in King's Cross, which I really enjoyed. Uh, and I, I was just scouring. There's a there's a um, there's a, a website called Puddle Duck, which you have loads of kind of liverboards on, yeah. you know. Um, I was scouring that, and just came across this mad-looking. I mean, it's like a pro, it's a proper full-on-looking, shrunk-down um, ship. I mean, it's a, it was a it's a passenger ferry, not not a car ferry, uh, but it was you know 80 foot long, 20 cross, 20 foot across the beam, um, and um, basically just I've, I went down and saw it, kind of fell in love with it. Really, it was in in uh, Barking down in uh, Essex. It was just on the River Rodding down there, and it was fantastic. So I did that up and lived on that for about five years. It was, it was really, really good. Really enjoyed it. I'm really, really glad that I don't own it anymore, and I'm now living in the house. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's excellent. Um, yeah. Right, before you go, can you give us just a... You, you touched on it a minute ago, your, the way you're going with the lifestyle aspect of things and the, the new website and stuff like that? Yeah, I've, I've, the, the, I kind of think the whole thing, really, is just a lot more experiential, you know, with the car. So we've got lots of brand partners, so we're partners with people like staff um, clothes and um, you know with diff- different travel groups and things like that and um, a guy who's a member of the club and has been a member for years um, he he's just con- he's, he's, a, he's got his own uh, design company and and, and consultancy group um, and basically he's been, he's, for years he's been saying to me look you've got this fantastic brand you're kind of not really doing enough with it you know classic car club has got this brilliant name um, you need to be um, doing something a bit more so we 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 basically looked at getting this kind of lifestyle it's like a non i guess i suppose the best way to describe it is an online magazine really uh and getting a load of content in there and we're just just building up it's been launched for about six months hmm. uh, and we're just getting uh contributors to add more stuff as one of our members uh, now lives in la and he's quite involved in the um kind of the rat rods and things like that so he kind of sent us a story of his year in LA and what he was doing with the cars and the difference between LA and here and stuff and it's just it's quite quite interesting quite, I don't know I, to be honest I don't know what we're going to do with it but it's quite a good fun at the moment really. yeah, no, so, exactly. it's an interesting thing to do so uh, yeah we're taking that forward in New York they're, um, they've got uh, uh, fantastic players they've got their own um, uh, consultancy out there for the motor industry um, um, uh, for a uh, um, it's like a uh, PR agency sort of thing, um, which is going really, really well. That's fantastic marketing and stuff like that. Um, so it's lots of different ways to take it. Really, it's uh, it's it's not just about renting out cars and checking everything out. It's it's about the whole culture that goes with it and the whole life really. And it's it's we're still meeting interesting people and, and taking it in the twenty first century. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I you know I was a big David Bowie fan and I actually really <coughs> enjoyed the. We had a massive spike through that. that oh, was no, kind of like our yeah. biggest spike ever yeah. through that one, yeah. I sent that to probably 20 people. Oh, did you? Yep. Oh, you're responsible for it. Well, you're <laughs> the extra 20 people. Are me, at it, yeah. me and all the other nerds, probably. Yeah. But, but that, no, it's great. And I, I, the Rolls Royce one I'd seen before, but I didn't have any idea that he was a big Merc guy. Yeah, um, yeah, that was that was very interesting, and I yeah. would imagine that all these cars now have going to go through the roof. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Well, listen, we're always looking for contributions. So, if you fancy penning something, let us know. Yeah, okay, no, it's great, fantastic, yeah. brilliant. Yeah.
just um yeah no i think i think that'll be about it have you, just one final question what have you got yep. in the future apart from the lifestyle stuff have you got anything extra you're going to add on or uh well i'm looking i'm looking for another uh an additional um facility at the moment because um, we're kind of with the storage we've almost outgrown this one already so i'm looking for another storage facility local to where we are hmm. um and kind of that that with the eye with an eye for that being kind of a bit more museum-y sort of thing you know that there's a, yeah. there's a there's a few amazing storage places especially in germany um where they're kind of a bit more uh you know museums and 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 they've got workshops and things like that so i'm kind of looking for something like that at the moment but it's 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 a bit difficult in central london yeah i mean i actually used to work in holland quite a bit and i went to the Lohman museum quite a bit and he's got yes, the display yeah. space and the workshop yeah it's fabulous and, and stuff yeah. like that so that's interesting do you, are you looking do you think you might move out into the other parts of the uk or do you think london's where your where your part is now for the club itself um yeah. we're We'd stay in London, really, and concentrate on London. Um, yeah. I think it's it's quite difficult to make it work uh, elsewhere. Um, so I think, and I know London, so we'll we'll, we'll stay here. But uh, maybe with the other side of the business, who can say? It could could work. Well could well be especially the story sort of stuff and helping people with uh, logistics and things and maybe kind of building up the filming side of stuff and, and getting a kind of a, a, a book together of you know like you've got your car with somebody something along those lines an agency so we could roll that out because you obviously over the years you've built a number of expertise that you see as just a normal everyday thing but they're very sought after you know, looking after them, storing them, transporting Absolutely, them. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, do you do you move them about yourself, or do you do you have a company do that for oh, you? We, we've got a couple of companies that do that. Yeah, yeah. We've got a couple yeah, of people that do that. Right. Well, that's been a great chat, and thanks for sparing the time. And drop me a line. And, I will. Oh, yeah, any details or anything. All right, mate. Much appreciate it. If you get a chance, come and come and see us. Well, thanks a lot. Thanks to Nigel Case for a very interesting interview about the classic car club in London. If you want more details of the club, if you look for the website classiccarclub.co.uk. There are details there of all the various packages that are offered and some details about the New York Club. The lifestyle section with the new forums, etc. are particularly interesting. If you'd like something in particular featured from the UK classic car scene, please contact America's Web Radio or contact me directly on kpjflood at gmail.com for email. Or look for my blog, which is automotiveamerican.com, where you can leave a message. I'll be back soon with another show from the classic car scene around the UK. This is Kevin Flood for the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio, signing off. Goodbye. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening.